This is the KNGI Network.
Good evening, one and all, and welcome to a brand new edition of the one and only Vipers VGM chair. And I'm sure I can wax lyrical about whose VGM chair it is, but you should come to know by now. It's about me, or rather, it's about all of us as we discuss all that is varied in the gaming world on tonight's episode. Because, well, there's not really much of a theme about anything, and that's the beauty of this show sometimes, is that we can just do whatever the heck we like. No limits, no barriers, just fun. And every now and then I like to do these so-called variety shows where anything goes, but even then, within those limits, I still try and break my own comfort zones and boundaries in the process, and find some music I'd never normally listen to. And as a result, discover a lot of soundtracks for the first time, which I'm a big fan of. And that's exactly the case for the track you just heard there. But before then, from Mario Kart DS at the start of the show, that was Shroom Ridge, requested by Pocket Alary, leading to a bit of request drama down in the chat. That's right, I'm spilling the tea. Uh, Purvis called out my uh, overall stance on variety, as I said Mario Kart DS was going to be in the show ahead of tonight's episode. I mentioned it during the promo, and apparently it's not varied enough, because Mario Kart DS... Um, it, it was a Lowry's request like three weeks ago, and they just rolled into this episode. Uh, so uh, it's not my fault. But the request drama will heat up throughout tonight's episode as the other party's request comes into the decks and is played live on air. I'm sure. I'm sure the tea will not even be spilled, but firmly the entire kettle is over on its side by the end of tonight's episode. Let me tell you. And afterwards, a track from Dragon Ball Origins 2, keeping on the Nintendo DS theme. That was Cave of Tranquility. An amazing track from a game I know absolutely nothing about. And that's really the theme of tonight, because i got plenty of music coming up for you. Of course, still plenty of room for requests, so feel free to do so uh, if you'd like to. Kenshire.org forward slash Discord and private message me, green vibrate, hashtag 6383. That's where you can go to do all that. But on tonight's episode, we've got music coming up from the likes of Buck Bumble, Prapper the Rapper, Blinks the Time Sweeper, Genshin Impact, and Metroid Prime, to name but a few, as I've tried to pick from a wide variety of pools here and where possible. But on top of that, still room for requests, as I say, so feel free to get in anything you want, because, hey, anything goes on tonight's episode. That's the rules. Take advantage of them while you still can. Hope everyone's had a lovely week. Thank you for dropping by if you are here live. Otherwise, if you listen on the podcast, hello to you too. Hope you've had a good however long your week's been going so far. Hope it's pleasant and you're enjoying yourself regardless. It's been a good one here, I think. Uh, pretty uneventful for the most part, but done some um, done some general trips out and about here and there. Um, I've gone shopping. I ate some nice food. Played some video games. And overall, had a pretty pretty swell time of life, to be honest. Um, getting help, recovering from a video game scam. Uh, that's pretty fun. Uh, I spent most of the day yesterday in touch with my bank to uh, try and recover some funds relating to a video game console, uh, which I got scammed out of the money for. So that's gaming related, right? That That's fun. Uh, it, it hasn't. It's been about as much fun as pulling teeth. I don't know if you've ever seen that one meme that's um, the the PayPal uh, scam helpline or whatever, it's the chat bot and it says, hi, sorry to hear you've, uh, along the lines of, hi, how can I help you? And then uh, the person responds, I've been scammed and the, it's clearly edited, but the PayPal bot just responds, lol. Uh, that's effectively been my experience in trying to get this money back so far from any party involved. But regardless, I'm not going to let that put a dampener on things. I've been playing some pretty fun games. The backlog's been pretty dry this month in terms of games that I've finished for the first time. Uh, but I have got through a couple, and in particular this week I finished Skylanders Trap Team, and of course you know I'll be talking about that uh, when I recap March 2023. I'm sure you'll hear. Also played Mario 64 DS randomly, just out of nowhere. Started it and then finished it really quickly. Had a great time with that. I started Pokemon Black for the very first time, and I've been putting a whole bunch of hours into it where possible because I get why people like it a lot. It's really captivated me uh, straight out straight out the gate, more than other games in the series have, which I always end up liking them, but this one's hitting a little differently so far. And finally, the other thing, uh, the second wave of Forza Horizon 5 uh, map DLC has come out, so there's now a brand new uh, there's now a brand new island 
with a bunch of new gameplay, quests, cars, you name it. The second big expansion for the game is what I should call it. That dropped on Wednesday, uh, which was part of the reason I wasn't available on Wednesday night. Um, to say I was skiving to play games with friends wouldn't be the entire reason. There's always the usual um, fatigue and the rest of it that kicks in, but it certainly was part of it. I'd made plans to play it with a friend who is well renowned for their tardiness, let's say. So I, while I had every intention of being done before 10pm, I knew realistically it was never going to happen. They were probably going to show up at 9pm, so... Even though I announced it quite late, I always had the intention of pushing it back. Just here to Friday, we're a little bit earlier on in the uh, evening here in the UK, and it's afternoon time in America, so hopefully plenty of you are able to join us, even despite the weird rescheduling. So thank you if you have been. We'll definitely be back to ne Wednesday next week, uh, and that's the plan going forward. But yeah, just had a couple, uh, you know, needing to readjust to get back into the swing of uh, doing this show, so... Had a few instances of that, but for the most part, we'll be getting back straight on track next week. But in both instances, I thought, hey, something a little pushed back, but still live is better than nothing in both instances. So that's exactly what I've gone ahead and done for you. So thank you for hanging in there in the meantime. Appreciate it. One uh, fun thing that's gone on in my life. Uh, let me know if there's anything cool that's happened to you recently as well. Aside from the usual what you've been playing, what you're looking forward to, you know, how it goes. Uh, one thing cool that happened in my life tonight, um, I have kind of mentioned this, but I, I don't know how many people kind of understood what it was I was saying. I was quite vague and cryptic when I posted about it on social media um, and the like. Today, um, I finally found out the result of a an entry I made into a schedule a long time ago, I put in a submission to play a game at an event, uh, which I sometimes do. I sometimes do charity stuff, um, different to my own projects, which you might have seen before. I have a habit of popping up in random speedrunning charity streams, even though it's not too much in my jam nowadays. I do it every now and then, but I certainly don't have the time and patience um, to do the long hauls and the long grinds, but I do like the experience still a lot. So... Uh, I randomly put in a submission to something, expecting not fully to get in. Uh, long story short today, I found out the answer of the process, and I'm going to be on GDQ, which is very strange to think about. Um, very nerve-wracking and quite worrying. I've got a lot of practice to do between now and May, but if you didn't see the news, go on over to twitter.com forward slash games done quick. I'll be part of uh, one of the newer GDQ hotfixes coming up, uh, Sonic and the Parallel Worlds, I believe it's called. The schedule is now out, so you can see me over there, and yeah, that's a very weird thing that happened to me this week as well. Um, I fired my shot thinking, eh, if nothing comes to this, I won't really care, I won't be offended or by it or anything. I've, I've been rejected for a lot of similar things, so I really don't care if that is the case. Um... But I thought, eh, why not? Uh, let's give it a go. You know, you'll regret it if you don't do it, but you won't exactly be salty if it doesn't happen. And against all the odds, it happened. So that's a weird thing that's happened to me this week. I'm going to be speedrunning a game, a game's done quick, uh, this time, sort of, or not this time next month, but early on in May. So I've got a lot of grinding to do <laughs> between now and then. I think pretty much as soon as this show ends and I've edited the podcast and anything, I'm going to be hopping on the game and getting that rust off me because oh lord I'm gonna need to <laughs> severely get ready for that but yes no that was a very pleasant surprise so it's not just full of um surprises like finding out I'm the victim of a very low fun scam or anything like that um it, it's basically been nice so <laughs> uh yeah how you all been getting on what have you been up to what games you're playing what music you're listening to what are you looking forward to all the usual because we've not got we've not got much of anything to talk about on tonight's episode. It's all a bit random. So let me know anything. Let the conversation flow as normal, and we'll stop and interject as necessary. Um, but yes, thank you to both Pocket Larry and Boss Wolf for joining me here live. Do you know there's a couple of people who said they can't make it, so we'll listen to the podcast. A big old wave to you. If you're lurking or listening elsewhere, thank you as well. But hey, can you try org forward slash discord one more time if you'd like to come and join us? For now, though, let's get into two little requests made by our lovely listeners. Or uh, one lovely listener and uh, one listener looking to start a war. Now then, um, I think you might be able to weed one out from the other uh, looking 
at what two songs we've coming up, got coming up right now. First of all, from Metro Prime, we've got the Menu Select theme. And then um, we've got from Toho, unident- or Undefined Fantastic Object. We have Fires of Hawkeye. Now, I'm not going to say that one of those gives away the identity of uh, one of the requesters and that they're the one complaining in the chat room, but I'm just saying there's parallels between things that have happened before and now. So we'll be... We'll be um, we'll be coming back to this conversation after the music is played, but for now, enjoy it, and I'll be back talking to you in a few short moments' time.
and welcome back to the show. What you just heard there was a track from Toho Sirensen, Undefined Fantastic Object. Who do you think it was requested by? Boss Wolf had to elaborate in the chat that it was not them, um, but that means therefore that Metroid Prime met- menu select was requested by them. Who was our Toho culprit? Our complainer in the chat room. Why, yes, it was none other than its Purvis. I I want to get an exact time check. Here we go. So, Purvis today said, at 6.03 my time, the show is, quote, dedicated to variety, yet Mario Kart is on the list, and I don't have any permission to make fun of his requests anymore. So I then blame Larry, because it's not my problem. Um, you know, putting my viewers and listeners in the firing line instead. That is what a great host does. Um, so, Pervis says, okay, you're off the hook at nine minutes past. And at ten minutes past, please be nice about my requests. So, here we go. At eleven minutes past, speaking of, may I request fires of Hakai from Unidentified Fantastic Object. Now... It's not unidentified. It is undefined. Fantastic object, first of all. Fake Toho fan. Second of all, I found the time frame between the complaining about the lack of variety and Toho extremely funny. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) If you can't beat him, join him. That's what I say. The Toho is always a banger, as you should well and truly know by now. But I mean... It, it is very funny to point it out every time as well. As I say, I hold myself to a different standard. I do try and pick from realms outside of my comfort zone when I do these sorts of things, but I never hold listeners to the same variety, uh, to the same degree uh, that I do on these variety shows. Because, hey, I, I accept that this might be your one time to listen to the specific bit of Mario Kart music you want, because there's never been a show that's been appropriate between now and like two months ago. That's perfectly fine by me. I, I'm all for that. I, I tend to be stricter on myself than pe- other people's requests, as I say. As long as we're having fun, as long as we're listening to some good tunes, that's what's key on this show. And that, that's what I live by. That's what I live for. So, just as well, we've got that out of the way and made that all clear for you. But yes, great music block there, in all seriousness. Thank you both for the requests. Still got some more coming up um, throughout the course of tonight's show. I say that, I think we've got one. I think I front-loaded the show with them, but still, the one that's coming up later is a bonger. You're going to enjoy it if you never heard it. Chances are you have, and most people attribute that having heard it to someone else, even though I was the one who introduced it to the masses, just saying. Um, I, I didn't do that, but pe- people like to attribute it to a certain Radio Sega host when I was actually the first person to popularise it on the station. Shameful. Um, it's not. I don't really care. I just always find it funny when the conversation comes up. Um, but yes, E3 is probably a conversation I imagine many people in here are wanting to have because, my lord, people haven't stopped talking about it for the last week, which is one of the best press E3 has probably had in multiple years, to be honest with you. But for those who missed the news, the final call came yesterday that the cancellation of 2023's event is now official following months of various companies pulling out from the event uh, it's now been confirmed by everyone involved that it isn't going to go ahead this is the second E3 now to be cancelled uh, since 2021 with the year before that having been cancelled due to COVID-19 of course but the writing has been on the wall in the eyes of a lot of people with E3 for a long time as many people will argue it's not as good as it used to be because there's less of a need to do it now with digital events and live streaming and the rest of it uh, other companies have come along and done it better etc and to a certain extent i do agree in its current form it's running on empty i however despite what people say about digital online events from the point of the consumer yeah something like a nintendo direct is still perfect and probably the best thing for the consumer in terms of easy swallowable uh, information for everyone. You don't have to be in an event and get all that FOMO and the rest of it uh, from not being there. And it can happen any time of the year. It doesn't just have to be all concentrated into like one week of news, news drought. That, which is a pretty great thing. But I think in terms of uh, an industry event, E3 still doesn't really have any uh, 
any replacement in that regard. And I think a lot of people in the industry you'll speak to lament when E3 just became an industry spectacle. Look, come and come and go round. It's it's like heaven for gamers, and and there's loads of games to play. I think most people will look at that and go, "That's what the downfall was here." Uh, is when it became less of an industry event and, uh, for the press uh, to you know get information about upcoming releases and that sort of thing, like CES and other equivalents in other industries. More when it became less that and more a convention um, to go and play a bunch of video games. A lot of people will point to that specific point, and well, yeah, many people have come and gone. Uh, oh, well, Summer Games Fest and all these Jeff Keighley events, like the Game Awards, have replaced it. From the industry perspective, I think you'd be hard pressed to find anyone who believes that these digital online advertising campaigns that don't actually really push the individuals behind them that much, and various other um, aspects I'm sure you bring up in both favour and against those uh, types of events. It's still not catering to uh, quite the market which E3 once dominated, and as I say to this day, there's still really nothing kind of covering it. So I'm curious as to everyone's thoughts. A lot of people say, good, it's had its day, etc. Jeff Keighley does it much better, which just don't, just don't engage in that field of conversation. There's been so many emails and Twitter posts and etc. gloating directly from the horse's mouth of Jeff and the team. It's like, yeah, you wanted this to happen. Of course you're going to be happy about this and not going to waste any time dancing on the grave. It's exactly what you wanted to happen. It propels your own career and industry and everything else forward and puts you directly at the centre of it. Of course, of course, that's exactly the ideal scenario for you. But anyway, uh, yeah, curious as to everyone's thoughts on this. Um, were you looking forward to this year's event? The writing's been on the wall for a long time, as I said, so I really didn't think much of it. Multiple companies were already confirmed to be dropping out long ago uh, and rumoured uh, a bunch more at that. So I didn't think anyone was really going to be putting that much of an emphasis on it. You know, many companies just announcing what they got on the day, maybe a day or two before for the press. Um, and that's the way it is going to be going forward, just digital press releases and everything and no physical in-person events in the case of a lot of companies. But still curious to know what everyone thinks. It is sad, but ultimately it's been running in a sad state for a long time. And I think this year is going to continue to you know, sling the mud on as such, because it's been two years in a row where it's been cancelled due to a complete lack of industry interest, and pretty much that alone. I, I can see them attempting one more time, but I really think we're likely to not hear anything more regarding next year's edition, and if we do, it likely won't happen again. That'll be the last attempt I think we make, so we'll, we'll just have to see what happens, but yeah, it's a pretty dire state of uh, affairs right now for what used to be the absolute biggest week in gaming for a lot of people. So let me know what you think about that one throughout tonight's episode and we'll discuss it, but that was really the big news point of the week. I'm sure there's so many other points we could go over, but that one's a dominated conversation in so many places I'm in. It's been the only thing on the minds of a lot of people. So, hey, who knows what will go on with that? But as of right now, cancelled. And everyone's just moving whatever little crumbs of information they were going to have at E3 over to various other platforms or just to Twitter, social media, and the rest of it now. So I don't think we're going to lose out that much from our perspective, um, but it will be a sad uh, a sad experience, definitely, if E3 falls off the face of the earth, uh, given its relevance uh, and you know, future lack thereof. It's, at this point, more of a brand than it is an actual event. But hey, maybe there'll be some positive news going forward, but I'm actually pretty doubtful of that personally. So we'll have to wait and see. Let's get into some more music right about now, though, because I've waffled on for long enough during this music break. Oh, during this talk break, sorry. How about some Blinks the Time Sweeper? And then afterwards we're going to go into a little bit of Parappa the Rapper. One very beloved 90s mascot for one company. And going into the 2000s, we have Blinks the Time Sweeper uh, being the 
Redhead Stepchild for Microsoft Xbox. I don't know if it's anywhere near as bad as people claim it to be, because um, people initially quite liked it on launch. I think it's just gone down in the years since um, as being far more of a failure than it ever was at the time. But regardless, it has a great soundtrack, and it's one that I really do keep meaning to check out considering its presence on Game Pass. But still, let's jump into a little bit of Times Square right about now. Right here on the KNGI Network, on this week's edition of Vipers VGM Show. Nevertheless, to get a lesson from teacher, now kick, kick, punch, 
That was, of course, Chop Chop Master Onion's rap from Parappa the Rapper there. Bottle of Love in that one in the chat. And how can you blame him? Parappa the Rapper. What a game. I say as someone who's never played it. I have it. And here we go. This is the famous um, story on this show, and I'm sure many of you can relate to it. Have it installed it. Have been completely ready to play it at one point or another. And then something comes up, and you can't play it. And then you promise yourself you're going to go back to it, and you never do. It's the sort of game I know I'd love. I've seen so much of it, and uh, the sequel, and I'm um, Jamalami as well, to where, of course, I know I'd adore it. And having seen it collectively through other people, that's absolutely the case. But, yeah, despite having it installed on my PS4, and then later PS5 for years, it's uh, still never been played through yet on my end. I will fix it, it's such a short game, but I, I don't know why I've never just <laughs> resorted to playing it on my own and just getting through it, but I, I swear, sometimes soon I will actually do that. For that though, from another console uh, type series, brand, something like that, from PlayStation to Xbox, we had Blinks the Time Sweeper Times Square there game I've never played either, but I've had honestly less desire to play than, <laughs> definitely less desire to play than Parappa the Rapper, but I'll give it a go sometime or another. Can't be as bad as Balan, right? Right? Please? Uh, as usual, we had Pocket O'Leary giving us her recently played and the like. Reminder, if you want to tell me what you've been up to, there's still plenty of time. Come and join us on the Discord. But she says, played a couple of things this week. Uh, I've reached the credit in credits in Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed, but I've still got some stars to unlock all races, characters, and mods, so I'll be dipping in and out of that game. Still a great game, isn't it? Way better than Team Sonic Racing, of course. I think that game deserves a little more credit than it gets in uh, retrospect, but it's still, yeah, not as good of a game anywhere near so as Transformed. It's It's... It's like an okay game going up against one of the behemoths of kart racing. Transformed is just so unbeatable, and they didn't do a very good job at actually trying to top it, but I don't know. I, I've been thinking about that a lot recently, just how good Transformed is and how forgotten Team Sonic Racing, the sequel, is in comparison. But yeah, what a great game. Um, 
I've never actually got all the characters and the mods myself, because I know you have to do quite a lot of hard and expert tracks, so it's actually never something I got around to doing. I'm sure one day something like that, but I've always just used complete save files to play everything, to be honest, because I've never wanted to go back through and have to unlock everything every time, and I don't think from memory the game has Steam Cloud on the Steam version either, so it's a bit of a pain to unlock it every time I get it on a new PC or put it on the Steam Deck or anything like that, so I've uh, always been quite lazy about that game, but maybe one day. I bought and beat a 3D platformer called Here Comes Nico, a low-stress game that can best be described as a crossover between a collectathon and Animal Crossing. Nice! I've never heard of that, but that totally sounds completely up my street. I'm gonna put that on my wish list during the next music break, actually. Uh, glad to hear you enjoyed that one, but that, that, that sounds like an eclectic combination of games, but one that I am so here for. I tried, oh, I started playing Super Mario World widescreen, trying to do all the exits on my own. I did it once before on Switch with Jamie. I've never messed about with that mod, really, which is weird, because I love Super Mario World, but another game that I've never finished, but I have started and then flatlined on a number of times, but I do love it. Never even got come, I've never even come close to doing all the exits, but... Um, yeah, it, th 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 that's great to hear. I know widescreen makes that game look so good from all the trailers I was seeing of that, um, of that, I don't even know what you call it, emulator hack? Because it's not nothing to do with the ROM, it's just to do with the emulator around it. But, yeah. I saw a lot of that leading up to release and I thought it looked excellent and then I never got around to it, so... I've got that, like, Super Nintendo Online controller, the official one that um, Nintendo did for Switch Online. So I should really just hook that up to my PC and play it as God intended, and uh, as God, aka Nintendo, didn't intend, um, because maybe they wouldn't want me enjoying my games with widescreen now, would they? But, yeah, great game, great mod. Hope you end up enjoying that one. And I may be restarting Live a Live, Live Alive. I tried the demo on deck, and I prefer playing it on that over the Switch Lite. Yeah, that was another bit of big news today, um, or this week, sorry. We go on and on and on, specifically when talking about Live Alive on this show, because it comes up quite a lot. Um, but we, ha we have those conversations, and I always say, whenever Live Alive comes up, I know it's going to be on Steam or PS4 very, very soon. It happens with every single Square Enix game. It's a Switch exclusive for six months to a year, and then where does it end up? everywhere else discounted so I was holding off on it if I was ever going to start it and now it's on PS4 and Steam with from what I know at least in regards to pre-order bonuses maybe at the very least extra content happens every time I'm so used to the cycle except for some reason when it's theatre rhythm because I don't want to release it on Steam even though Octopath Travel two weeks later was on Steam day one so I don't, I don't know um, but regardless yeah, hope you've been enjoying that one, uh, playing through the demo on that. Glad to hear you like it more than Switch Lite. Adds a lot to replay, though, if you want to get back to that point on, on the Steam Deck. But hey, if you do, all the power to you. You know, play games where you want to play them. Sometimes that's a big part of gaming as well. And I know, uh, as, as has been mentioned many times on the show before, that Steam Deck's your platform of choice. So if you feel more comfy and therefore more inclined to play the game as a result of it being on Steam Deck... It might be a little bit of effort to get back to your point in your save, but if that would ultimately make you happier, make you more convinced to beat it, even if it's a lot of effort to get back to that point, then you've got to do it. That's that's the way I see it here. But I'll probably pick up the demo on Steam, and then I don't think I'll buy it full price. I'll wait a little bit if I'm going to try it, but I'm not going to jump in straight away. But there we go, more tempted than before to give it a go. Uh, Pocket Larry also says that Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform does have Steam Cloud it's because it was causing problems with deleting my old save. Yeah, I've always had weirdness with that game though. Like, as you say, I know it's definitely there, but I've had a number of times where I have had to manually re-upload my save to the game. And other times... Other times I've not had to do that on some devices, and then I have had to on others. It's really strange with uh, how Steam Cloud's integrated there. I know it's a bit of an early one for Steam Cloud, so I do half wonder if it's just not integrated as well as it is on later games. It's better than something like Sonic Adventure 2 or Nights into Dreams, neither of which have Steam Cloud from the year before. In fact, I think actually the same year. Just the PC port of Transformed was maybe a little later than... I don't think it was November 2012, but certainly those couple of games like October, November, 
They do not have cloud saves. Trust me how I've uh, learned that over the years, especially with SA2. You know, my gaming tastes have uh, widely increased uh, since my teenage years, but SA1 and 2 were like, for a while, some of the only games I would actively play. So I moved PC a couple of times. I had a lot of time on my save files. Every time I would lose it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> at least it has it in some form, even if it's a little funky. I can appreciate that more than those two. So yeah, it works better than nothing, I suppose. Uh, Live Alive isn't currently tested on deck, but the demo seems to run fine, and the three H the three other HD two D games are verified. Yeah, I mean, it's the exact same engine, unless it does anything super fancy or really rewrites the engine in any way, I don't see any reason as to why it wouldn't be fine, to be honest with you. And if not, hey, community patches and uh, community versions of Proton always exist. If you've got a Steam Deck and you're having compatibility problems with games, um, GE, uh, GE Proton, Glorious Eggroll Proton, is a custom version of the emulation, it's not emulation, but the, the wrapper that makes Windows games works on it work on it and Linux. There's always different community patches available for that, which from experience have always made things work a little bit better. So uh, normally a good resource if anyone's looking into Steam Deck. ProtonDB, the best place to go. And I think there's even a plugin now. So it shows you information about how well it plays, any patches you might need to apply uh, when you click on a game that's patched into the Steam OS itself, which is quite cool. Uh, at least, you know, people have managed to make a plugin for that sort of thing, which is nice. But yeah, as, as for the most part, if, if all the other HD2D games are working fine, then there's really no reason as to why that wouldn't. So that is great to hear, and fingers crossed, uh, when, when the time is right. The full version will be properly added to the verified list, because I know some people get wary about buying games if it doesn't explicitly say verified. Steam Deck verified is very weird sometimes. Sometimes they call a game playable but not verified based on the fact that the text is too small, which I think is really strange because it is completely playable, just might have to squint a little bit or use the screen reader. My other favourite one is that it doesn't have support for Steam Deck button icons. Now consider the fact that Steam Deck button icons, minus like the L3 and L4 buttons, which nothing ever uses, consider that they're pretty much identical to the Xbox One controller. That's the case for uh, Project Eva Megamix Plus. It's apparently only playable even though it runs perfect on Linux and Steam Deck and has since day one. It's apparently the case that it's only playable because it doesn't support Steam Deck buttons, but every single in-game button is named as it would be on the Steam Deck, you know, right trigger is right trigger in the game. But because it doesn't have like the white version of the buttons and it says has, uh, you know, like green A for Xbox, it's not Steam Deck verified. Yet I've seen other games without that sort of thing completely verified. It's really weird and inconsistent. They're strange about that sort of stuff sometimes. Anyway, do your own research sometimes on these things and uh, just buy the games you want to buy, play them the way you want to play them. As I've said in the case here, if, if you're going to enjoy it more on Steam Deck's playthrough Live Alive, which I, I know you said is like turning out to be one of your favourite games, if that's going to be the best way to play one of your favourite games, you got to do it. Go with your heart, go with your gut, and do whatever you flippin' well like. Anyways, more music now then. And first of all, coming up here, we've got a request from Jamie64326, a little bit of Buck Bumble for the bumblers in the chat there. And afterwards, we've got a track which you wouldn't expect from Tiger Woods' 99 PGA Tour. Now, you'd expect your finest shovelware soundtrack, I can imagine, because not many people in here are really big into their sports games, which I think is a common point among gamers, so I can't really blame people too much. So you either expect that, or we're at Red Book Audio era, so probably you'd expect, um, you know, after we got past shovelware music, uh, our music that's just, you know, slapped together on these shovelware titles and we got to Red Book, then they just start becoming licensed tracks and that's still a trend that continues to this day. Tiger Woods 99 PGA Tour doesn't fall into either of these categories and has some absolute slappers. It's not Red Book, so and it's not shovelware, so they actually had to put a lot of effort into the music and they actually came up with some really good ones. So we're going to be listening to track 8, probably the most famous of uh, the tracks from this game and it's it's genuinely really good if I've saved it to this point in the show it must be an upbeat slapper and well, this is 
no exception whatsoever. So let's jump into it, and when I come back, it'll be time to end off this week's episode of Viper's VGM Chair, but not before a little bit of a jam session. Enjoy, and I will speak to you after the slappers and the bongers. website at kngi.org. That's in the hall. That's huge. That's in the hall. That's huge. That's in the hall. That's huge. That's in the hall. That's huge.
EA Sports, it's in the hole, apparently. That one was a lot looter than I remembered it being. <laughs> From Tykewood's 99 PGA Tour, that was track 8. And for that, as requested by Jamie, 64326. From Buck Bumble, the title theme. All that remains to be said on tonight's episode is a huge thank you to everyone who's been joining me down in the chat room and elsewhere, listening in live, pre-recorded, on the podcast. But those last two things were the same thing. If you've been listening, lurking, chatting, doing whatever while playing the show, that's perfectly fine too. Thank you for being here and keeping me company. It's all very much appreciated. I'm sure you want to know what's coming up next week, and, well, great that you ask. I'm so glad you did, because we're going to be talking about something extra special. This is actually going to be a bit of a special episode next week. Now, I'm sure many of you are looking forward to the Holy Day on April 5th. That is next Wednesday, as... No, it's not. Wait, hang on. Have I got my dates wrong? Is it? Is it next Wednesday? Oh, I'm confused now. Hang on. This is, uh, <laughs> this is embarrassing. Uh, right, so regardless, I'm sure you're looking forward to the Mario movie releasing very, very soon. So how about a little episode all about it next week? More details to come on that one very soon. I might have accidentally screwed my dates up. So maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe I won't be back on Friday after all. Um... Or maybe I went back on Wednesday after all. Might be regardless. No matter what day it ends up being on, which apparently might be up in the air, because I got my dates totally wrong here. Maybe. Are we talking about the Mario movie and playing some music relevant to it after having seen the film? So, I don't know how dates works. That could end up being on the Friday, but I I thought it was the Wednesday, but I'm not sure. Um, Regardless, are we talking about the film, giving you my thoughts, and also... A little bit of music in the process. So join me for that one. I'm now not entirely convinced. Did they push it forward to the third? This is worrying. I am not so confident. Is it April 5th? I think it's April 5th. Uh, Wednesday the 5th of April. What the hell? Wait, it is a Wednesday. Was I looking at the wrong calendar? No, I think I went forward to May. Okay, right. I'm I'm super confused. Ignore me. Next Wednesday, I'll I'll be I'll, I'll be watching the Mario movie and I'll be giving you my thoughts on Wednesday night at 10 p.m. UK time, also 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings time. So be looking forward to that one. This is the final word. I swear, my calendar skipped way too far forward, and I thought the Wednesday, I thought Wednesday the fifth was actually Friday the fifth. It wasn't. With all that confusion out of the way, I'll see you next Wednesday at 10pm, where we'll definitely be reviewing and discussing the Mario movie. Sound good? Join me then. The reason I was so worried about that is because... I'm going to go ahead and announce this now, and I'll uh, tell the relevant parties at the station later. This Friday coming up is Good Friday, and if you know anything about me and my radio shows, you know I actually quite like doing a Good Friday show. I've been a Friday night host for the most part, for the best part of about five or six years now. So, whenever I do the show on a Friday night, it's it's about the same as always. It feels like a warm blanket, so to say. But for the most part, this show's home is Wednesdays at 10pm UK time. The show that lives on Fridays is Pick and Mix over on RadioSega.net, as I'm sure has been mentioned many times before. Well then... I've been doing the show on Friday for a couple weeks now, so I'm going to go ahead and let you know that a favourite thing of mine on Pick and Mix was always to do the Good Friday shows, where I try and give you some cool news, play for you some new music you've never heard on the Radio Sega station before, and just generally have a good chill time since we've had a bank holiday, normally a bit of nice weather, everyone's in a good mood, we try and have a nice little show. So I'm going to be bringing that back, of course. It's been a while, so I want to do a little Pick and Mix special, and I figured there was no good... No better time than a bank holiday when everyone's in a good mood, they've had a nice day off, everyone's a bit jolly as well. So join me then, Friday, this coming Friday at 7pm UK time over on RadioSega.net as I play for you some Easter related tunes, some brand new music, and your little presents, and anything else that goes on the special episode of Pick and Mix. Before then, Wednesday at 10pm UK time, once more, the Mario Movie Special. I'll be reviewing it and playing some music from the games to make it extra special for you. 
one more song to go now then I'll I'll stop talking and leave you with some music since talking's apparently not been my specialty at the end of tonight's show um, so I'll, I'll leave the music to do all of my chatter for me one more song to come from Genshin Impact now a game I'm at all not familiar with but I have probably seen through my own eyeballs many many hours of it maybe approaching 100 uh, through living with someone who is a massive Genshin Impact fan uh, so, even though I'm completely unfamiliar with the game, I'm looking on like a confused grandparent every time I see it on the TV screen. Every now and then I pick up on some really cool music and some nice scenery and the rest of it that gets me in a good mood. And I'm like, yeah, this is pretty neat. I wouldn't play this myself, but this is pretty cool. The music in particular is uh, one such category that uh, really takes my fancy in that game, even if I'm well, not too much into the game itself, on a personal perspective. Very well made game. I'm not insulting anyone's taste or anything. Don't take it that way, but rather, I don't know. Not my cup of tea, but you know what it is? The amazing soundtrack that I've heard so far. This is just the main theme of the game that plays in the main menu, but this was the one that immediately stood out to me. And I was like, yeah, I gotta put this on the track list on the show at some point. So I'm gonna stick this one in. Have a good night. Thank you for joining me. Nitro Game Injections coming up in a little bit at 11 pm, I think, UK time. I think at 11pm, I'm pretty confident of that. Uh, check the Discord for more info, one more time, kngi.org forward slash Discord. But Kyle will be with you shortly, in a couple of hours time, playing the best in video game remixes. I'm hearing there's going to be a lot of Mario on the cast for tonight's episode, so if you're a fan of the franchise, it will be one for you. But until then, i got a bit of Genshin Impact, and then we're going to go back to the Auto DJ for you live listeners. So get some requests in. Get listening to some fantastic video game remixes. But that's been it for me tonight. So I'll leave you with one last track. As I say, goodbye and good night, And thank you, as always, for joining me on the current episode of My VGM Chair. listening to the KNGI Network.